Hey everyone, I'm Alex, and welcome to The Roasted Mind, the show where we enjoy some coffee, have a conversation about self-help, personal interests, and growth, and express the thoughts that can be a bit harder to discuss. So, have a seat, grab a cup of coffee, let's talk. Happy Friday once again, everybody. I kind of want to start this episode by asking a question. Do you ever hold on to thoughts that you can't share? Self-restricted thoughts that you make the decision to ultimately keep to yourself. Thoughts that maybe you assume are better off left unsaid, no matter how much consideration you give in to releasing some of that weight. It can be certain emotions, interests, history maybe, actions you've done or want to do, words you've said or want to say. You keep it to yourself, alone. Black coffee is, in a way, opposite yet relatable to the idea of isolating yourself. The idea of black coffee is fairly simplistic. It's the addition of almost boiling hot water over your coffee beans of choice, whether it's instant, a pour-over, espresso, mocha pot, etc. Your choice of making coffee. And that's really just it. No cream, no sugar, no sweet flavors to help accommodate that bitter taste of coffee. It's just a cup filled with darkened, caffeinated water that sits there, waiting to do its job. It's the most basic form of coffee. It's the most lonely form of coffee. This idea of undersharing your thoughts contrasts kind of black coffee in the social aspect because of how niche drinking uh, black coffee is. Let's put it into perspective. Let's say you're around friends getting coffee. You go to a shop, whatever shop it is, and you order a straight black coffee while everybody else is ordering lattes or cold brews with all this cream or soft top or any of that sort of stuff. But isn't it funny how nine times out of ten there will always be someone, there's always that one person who comments on it? The typical, you drink it black? You like black coffee? How does that, how do you function without the sweetness of adding a, you know, a latte or anything like that. Thus, ordering this black coffee kind of made it become a social aspect, kind of made it become a topic. Now you are forced to talk about drinking this coffee that you chose to order. Um, could be because you like it. It could be just because that's what you're in the mood for. It could be any reason why you ordered this black coffee. But now you have to explain yourself. Scramble for a response to a question you weren't prepared to answer. And that's the opposite of this idea of keeping to yourself. Although black coffee is the most quote-unquote lonely form of coffee, somehow it becomes a sociable one. Maybe the most sociable one. For me, I mean, I mentioned this before, I started ordering black coffee because I was in this weight loss journey. Um, I was already fairly thin back then, but for some reason I thought, well, if I wasn't skin and bones, if I wasn't tight and you couldn't see my abs or my collarbones, then I wasn't good enough. So I started drinking coffee black because creamers had too much fats. A lot of these creamers had added sugars. And for me, back then, anything greater than, I want to say like seven grams of, of added sugar was like a sin and if I had done that then I had to work out extra at the gym I had to go do cardio for an extra half hour or something to work that off that I had eaten but I didn't want to explain all of that when I ordered black coffee out in a setting or maybe if I just had black coffee at home with my parents when I was still living with my parents I'd always get that question why do you drink black coffee 
I mean, do you think I wanted to answer that I hated the way I looked? And that I hated the way I felt in my own body? No. <laughs> so what I would answer was, well, I just started liking the taste. I want to get used to the taste of black coffee. Which ironically is what happened. Which ironically is now one of the most common ways that I enjoy coffee is black. Because I love to taste the flavors of, of each individual bean. It's, it's one of the most individual forms of coffee. It's one of the most intimate forms of coffee in my opinion. Um, but that's not really the reason why I started. Again, I had to explain myself. I had to give people these thoughts that I didn't usually want to tell them. That I would stay up at night, all night, just thinking, well, I'm not good enough. So I got to drink a black coffee in the morning. These thoughts that you keep to yourself are unique and individual to each and every one of you. Maybe they're thoughts that you're not ready to share. Maybe they're thoughts that you will share, but just not right now or not with this person. Maybe they're things that you just can't talk about at all and you feel comfortable with not talking about them. And that's fine. It's normal to have feelings like that. But you can't deny that it oftentimes feels lonely. Like there's this void in your head that you can't escape unless you either keep yourself busy, address it, or just flat out ignore it. You can compare the idea of keeping these thoughts to yourself with that cup of black coffee because black coffee is bitter. Um, it's somewhat comforting and it fills you up, but it can oftentimes leave you empty. Maybe that's not the flavor you wanted. Maybe you wanted some extra sweetness. Maybe you even just wanted a packet of sugar in your coffee, but you didn't choose it. You didn't get it. And that's kind of like how some of these thoughts can be consuming and you can't really share them with anyone. You can't really share a black coffee with everyone because only specific people will want it, right? As opposed to, let's say, a vanilla latte or a white chocolate mocha or even like a the lavender latte. Those are getting really popular nowadays. People will oftentimes choose that, most of the time choose that over, oh, you have a black? Yeah, I'll take that. When was the last time you had coffee with somebody and they asked for a black? Maybe you can't share these thoughts with people because they're not relatable to them. And in terms, you feel like they won't relate to you. Maybe you're afraid. There are a lot of different reasons why. I mean, you can go down the list. Everybody has their own reasons. Everybody has their own things they don't want to share. But that also means that you shouldn't have to feel like you have to share them. You shouldn't be forced into sharing these thoughts with somebody else if you're not ready. Just like ordering a cup of black coffee, although it can be sociable, you choose it because you like it. You choose to keep to yourself because it can be comforting. You choose it because right then and there is the time for isolation. And this is a journey that you're going to be going through probably your whole life. These are thoughts that might not escape you, or maybe they might be swapped out with another one. Maybe you'll fix this thought or issue, or you'll do this action or this hobby, or you'll say these things to this person that you really care about or that you really hate, whatever it is, and it'll be replaced with something else that comes along the line. But I mean, that's just the journey that we're going through, right? I mean, that doesn't mean that it's not a lonely journey either. You're essentially kind of doing this alone. Even if you're with a partner, you're with a partner, you don't always say everything you want to them because in terms, you might not be ready. You might not feel like they'll relate to you. Even though you love this person so much, that doesn't mean that you really kind of have to share everything that's on your mind with them. I know it sounds kind of messed up. I really do know it sounds terrible and I should probably shouldn't be the love guru or Dr. Phil or, you know, whatever <laughs> counselor there is out there in relationships. But I mean, you're your own person. And just because you're in that situation doesn't make it any different than that. Like I've said, and like I've been saying and will say, it's okay. 
it really is okay. For me, these thoughts kind of come in the form of time. I feel like I don't have enough of it. I feel like there's all these ambitions that I want to do, these hobbies that I want to take part of, these languages that I want to speak, and yet I'm kind of losing time day by day by not doing it. I wake up in the middle of the night and I think that I could be doing something different right now. I don't care if it's four in the morning. I don't care if it's midnight. I can get up and start studying, playing, practicing, whatever it is. But what kind of puts me down is the fact that I'm 24, which is essentially 26, which is essentially 28, which is kind of, in a way, your early 30s. And by the time you're in your 30s, your life is over. For me, it feel like I'm a constant race of, I want to do this, but I just don't do it. I just don't have enough time to do it. For me, I work usually Sunday through Wednesday night shift. That's four days, 12-hour shifts. And that Thursday, I'm sleeping all day because I'm trying to get my body acclimated. It's finally a rest day. And by the time I wake up, it's already 4 o'clock. Then, well, shit, there's my day wasted. Out of my three days off, my first day is wasted because I slept all day. Some days, I won't wake up until 7 p.m. And then definitely my whole day is wasted. So then... What little time do I have to study or practice or to write notes for the podcast, uh, which I I usually end up doing? Um, I don't. So what do I do? I feel kind of hopeless. And instead, I just relax the way that I want to relax. I pop on the PlayStation. I play some games. I go watch some TV. But that's not really productive. That's not really what I always want to do. So then I go to bed and I go to bed feeling like crap. I go to bed feeling like I'm useless. And I wake up usually at four in the morning. I've usually been waking up super early with these thoughts of just, well, today's going to be different. I can do it today. I swear I can do it today. I'm going to work on it and it's going to get good. And maybe some days I will. Some days I will get up and I'll work on it. I'll practice piano for an hour, just get really in the zone. And then it doesn't happen again for another week or for another while. Or maybe something in life comes up and I have to take care of that. And then I definitely don't have enough time. It's a cycle and it sucks. This is something that I've been dealing with for quite a while now and I'm kind of leaving myself open talking to you guys about it, but this is just an example of one of the thoughts that maybe you could have. This is an example of the thought that I have that kind of keeps me up at night and I don't really tell other people. One of the hardest parts about kind of keeping things to yourself, or in my case, keeping things to myself, was having to act positive all the time. Having to be making sure that nobody could really tell what I was feeling uh, for whatever reason. I know my situation isn't necessarily the most negative, uh, isn't necessarily the most bearing, but it is something that still kind of affected me and I didn't want people to know. That's incredibly tough, but that doesn't mean that I'm not positive about it. I mean... One of the ideas that I had been feeling is that I wanted to start this podcast and I had this idea and that's really all it was, was an idea. I didn't really have much planning. I didn't really think about things too much. I just kind of bought the mic, bought the setup and used my laptop and just ran with it. And I mean, it seems like it's going pretty good. People seem to be liking it. So I really do hope that it can stick around for a little while, um, hopefully for a longer while, but it's still something that I feel like is one of the positives about keeping things inside you know it's that you have a lot of that time to think about the things you want to think about you have a lot of that isolation to really improve yourself just like a cup of black coffee when you sip it it's very cathartic it's very very intimate because it's just you and this cup of flavorful bean water in its most pure form just like that you have those thoughts to kind of build yourself on to reflect on and to work on just like this cup of black coffee it's personal your thoughts are personal 
And just as much as you are personal thoughts, you matter just as much as they do. So when you give yourself the time to work on these thoughts and you kind of look at it in that mentality of they're as important as you are, then you kind of start to go down the checklist. You start to to knock them out one by one. And yeah, it's like I said, they're ultimately replaced by something else down the line because life doesn't just end when all your problems are solved at that moment. At least those problems are solved. At least now you have new problems to work on, which is a bad thing, but it's also a good thing because each new thing that you work on, each new tiring thought, tiring aspect, action, things you want to say that you work on, that you progress on, something new comes on and you build yourself and you start to work on those foundations that you worked on in the very beginning of, of whenever you started working on yourself, whether it's the smallest improvement, whether it's the biggest improvement, it all matters. This is a journey that, yes, it's isolating, but it's incredibly transforming. It's a moment of solitude. These are all moments that you can use to reflect and build on yourself on. Just like how the bitterness of black coffee can be comforting, our thoughts can also provide a sense of comfort. It's kind of a space where you can be honest with yourself and really explore your innermost thoughts and emotions from the lens of not only yourself, but maybe the lens of others. That's where you have that time to reflect and grow and be the best version of yourself. I know I talk down about thinking positive when you really have all these negative thoughts, but I mean, in a way, just like how coffee is bittersweet, these thoughts can be bittersweet as well. They can kind of be difficult to swallow, but that also means they're a source of strength. How long did it take me to get used to drinking black coffee before I started doing it on the regular? Every time I would try beforehand, it was so hard. It was disgusting. It was repulsive. And now it's my preferred method. Through the experiences with it, I learned to appreciate it. Just like with the experiences of your struggles, you really learn to appreciate them. You really see the beauty in them. And you really start to see when this becomes a part of yourself. You really start to see that instead of shunning them away, you should be embracing them. And that's not to say that embracing them means to share them. That's two different things. Sharing them means to be open with them and not necessarily honest with yourself, but honest to other people in a way that you haven't been before. And that's tough. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying at the very least, you can be honest with yourself. You can show yourself the love and give yourself that time of, oh, this is what I wanted to do and this is what I wanted to say. So you go and you do it and you go and you say it. And yeah, maybe saying it is sharing it with the other person, but doing something doesn't mean you have to post it everywhere. doesn't mean you have to show everybody that you're doing this hobby. That's just for you. If you want to share it, go ahead, but you don't have to. That's kind of the beauty of working on yourself. That's kind of the beauty of knocking out these thoughts step by step is ultimately you have that freedom to do whatever the hell you want with it. And that's kind of beautiful. In the end, I'm sorry that you have these debilitating thoughts. I'm sorry that you feel this certain way about certain things. And yeah, I'm going to be incredibly vague about it because I have no idea what you're going through. I have no idea what any of you are going through. But at the very least, I can say that I'm sorry. And when you think about it, you're not really entirely alone in feeling these things. You're not really entirely isolated as much as you think you are or as much as we talked about. Because just like you are, there are a group of people listening to this episode that feel the same way. I feel the same way. Specifics? Probably not. We all are unique and we all have our own situations. But in the broad aspect of it, 
the kind of feeling that raw emotion of these thoughts that we kind of hold inside for ourselves and don't allow anybody else in we're all feeling that and i feel you it's okay being vulnerable is okay that's what we're here for we're here to talk about ourselves we're here to talk about our emotions and things that we can't really speak about to other people that's fine if you relate to it if you relate to me if you can relate to somebody else then that's a win of course i'm gonna say that if you ever have that feeling to talk to somebody then go ahead and do it there's probably something very cathartic in speaking to a professional or even to a close friend as the same feeling of drinking a coffee black or not however you enjoy it me personally i've been trying to get myself to go see professional for about two three years now i haven't done it but i bet it's really nice to do and from the people that i've spoken to that have done it they love it and they continue to go because it really has helped them so i'm gonna suggest the same thing to you like i said personal experience i don't have that but i do have word of mouth from people that i trust and i'm gonna say that if you trust me then hopefully you can trust them hopefully you can kind of see that getting help is sometimes necessary and don't be embarrassed in that we're all human we're all vulnerable and that doesn't mean you have to struggle to navigate the void i know this episode was a bit more personal but thank you so much for listening and i know it was shorter than last week's episode which was a little longer than the first episode but i've been kind of dealing with a couple of things this week that have been kind of setting me back <laughs> but needless to say next episode i'm going to try my best to make it longer try my best to really put myself more in it again just like i did today and maybe i'll add some video who knows <laughs> i'm trying to figure that out too but good luck everybody and hopefully you're all okay bye <laughs>